had a near-death experience in January of this year. Would you tell us how this came about? Yes. On January 1st, I was on the way back from my vacation in the Engadine. And while I was driving, I suddenly felt a terrible pain in my chest. I've already experienced some pain during my 71 years of life, but such a pain as this, I have never had. It was as if someone was cutting my chest in half. So I was the one who was driving, and thank God a colleague was driving with me, and I said to him, listen, I can't drive any longer, would you please take the wheel? Whereupon, I then sat in a hunched position in the passenger seat, and from the car I even organized an ambulance, whereupon I was admitted to the Santa Ana Clinic in Lucerne as an emergency. The findings in this clinic were not very promising because my aorta, the upper aorta, had obviously burst. We in fact have two aortas, below the ab abdominal one and the upper aorta in the thorax. And I was told that I was to have surgery on the upper aorta. And then the professor came in, but he was not very positive, saying, Mr. Bootsberger, it doesn't look good. But then anything is possible. Maybe you will wake up from the anesthesia and will have to be in a wheelchair for the rest of your life. Or you may be paraplegic or mentally somewhat impaired. And as I actually also knew from my job, that in view of the two possibilities, I had to change gears, namely, either giving in to fear or to have trust. And I chose to trust. And actually, at the very moment when I had decided to trust, I was completely quiet and at inner peace with myself. My son and my daughter called me asking if they could talk to the professor, whereupon I asked the professor if he would welcome them, because I myself was not allowed to have visitors. Because of COVID, everything was locked so that one was completely isolated. And he was really kind and said that he would like to welcome them both in his office. And it was still possible for them to have a good discussion with him. And that's how things were progressing. And so you had a near-death experience during this operation. Yes, it happened like this. While the surgeons were operating on me, I detached myself from my earthly body. I saw my body down there while I myself was hovering over it. But I felt as if I were somewhere in another dimension. My deceased wife appeared to me as a beautiful being of light. And when I saw her, I was, of course, beside myself with joy. And actually, this was the highest of feelings for me. Because we had been together for over 45 years and had a really wonderful marriage. And I knew that she was always near me. But actually, she never appeared to me as she did at that moment. And I really felt I was in paradise. All the harmony around me was divine.
I can only say heavenly. So still today, a tingle comes over me when I relive this moment. And this moment always comes back when I reflect on these marvelous energies. And, well, then we had a dialogue also about our daughter and about our son. And that was actually quite normal indeed, simply being able to communicate on a spiritual level. But actually, it was all rather emotional. We didn't even need words, because it was all based on feelings. But this communication really worked perfectly. And she then simply said, stay calm. And then I saw the professor performing the operation together with a really great team. And then all of a sudden I said to my wife, listen, I would really like to stay here. I don't want to go back. They should stop operating. And then I heard her say very clearly, no, you cannot stay here yet. You still have some other tasks. You still have something to do. You still have to be up for another round. And then I knew, aha, that's how it is. But actually, I also knew that everything was good and fine the way it was. For me, it was, and I was so calm. I didn't doubt for a nanosecond longer, nor did I have any thinking about a wheelchair or paraplegia. All that was a thing of the past. How did you recognize your wife? I saw my wife the way she was during her lifetime. She was just much more subtle. All her facial features were youthfully fresh now, of course. She stood in blooming freshness before me, just simply shining. Age didn't play a role, and above all, in terms of energy, such a power was emanating from her. And we did not have to converse in the earthly, because it all actually happened energetically. Did you, by chance, perceive any other beings? Yes, indeed, but at this point I may have to go back to my life when I was 21 and intended to commit suicide. Actually, I had prepared everything, because at that time I was no longer able to cope with my surroundings, my life, and indeed to put an end to it, because I no longer saw any sense in my life. I had prepared everything, and the moment I wanted to put the blade on the main artery, there were suddenly two extremely strong light columns there, one to the left and one to the right of me. And a distinctive voice said to me, Armin, stop it. Don't do that. First of all, you still have more tasks in your life. And secondly, if you don't go on living, then your purpose of life is not being fulfilled. And you will have to carry on where you left off. And that's when I actually realized for the first time in my 21 years that I needed to go on my path because no one before in my life had ever been able to answer my burning questions properly. And now it was clear to me that I had to continue. And this was a message that was definitely clear to me now. And during the operation, these two pillars of light appeared to me again. And in each and every detail, exactly the same, in the same radiant glow, with the same power of this light, with this powerful divine energy. And they then told me, as you see, your wife told you also, 
that you cannot stay here because you still have more tasks to fulfill. And we are now handing over to you a concept of how you may then implement this thereafter in everyday life. Just try it out. And even when I was back in my body, I immediately realized that all of this was still very present to me. And then the professor came and said to me, Mr. Bootsberger, my nerves are on edge. This was such a fierce operation that now I'm at the end of my tether. And then I said, oh, thank you so much. And on top of it, I have even witnessed everything. And if you would like, may I then tell you two or three things? And he replied, yes, just tell me, I'm very open. In fact, you are now the second patient of the hundreds of patients that I have operated so far. But just tell me. And then I started to describe, well, firstly, it came through very clearly that you were one of the best butchers in your last life. You had mastered evisceration so well, you did it so perfectly, and in your present life, you have studied, and now you are one of the finest surgeons. And these facts are related. He then was just looking at me, because probably he was very happy about it. First, he looked at me in complete consternation, but afterwards, something started to work inside him. And how could you see that he was another person in his previous earthly life? I received this message through the light columns. They revealed this to me. There were so many other things that I could tell you about. So as I said, I could, for example, concerning my family, how I have to change my behavior toward my family, namely in the way that I should learn to let go of my children. They're grown up now, and there's no more reason for me to interfere. They are independent beings, and I shouldn't meddle with their life anymore. That's their learning process that they still have to go through, and that's really what it's all about. Armin, after realizing that the professor had a different job in his past life, do you believe in rebirth? Yes, I absolutely believe in rebirth, because otherwise, all this circus makes no sense at all, because we are, as you sir, surely know, spirit in the body, and ultimately we are derived from the primeval element that is the source of all life. It's just that we, as independent beings, have started experimenting, and our Creator, whatever we call the Creator, whether this is God, whether this is Allah or Buddha, none of that matters. It is simply the primeval element and source of all life which we are coming from and which we abandon. And for this purpose, the Creator has still equipped us with all the tools we need and said, you may experiment, but in doing so, you simply have to make your own experiences. And so we are in the process of making our experiences after having reached the deepest matter here where the earth is. And now we have to find our way out of this mess ourselves. Tell me, what impact did this near-death experience have on your future life? Well, first of all, of course, I'm a living example when seeing me sitting before you because 99.9% .9 of the patients don't survive such diagnosis. And the professor also told me, well, you need patience now. It will take about 18 months until you have somewhat recovered. And as for myself, I have no pain at all. I am a medical miracle. And this gives me the confidence that everything is possible if we believe in ourselves and do not listen to the outside world. That we should live in trust and not in fear. Armin, thank you very much for your interview and a big thanks to you as well.